Dueling Genre Productions presents. Oh my god, do you see that? When a freak accident strikes McKinney City, ordinary citizens are given amazing abilities. I can move things with my mind. Oh my god, I'm flying. I can fly. I can teleport and I can fly. Super senses. What, like Daredevil? We are just playing fast and loose with this whole science thing today, aren't we? Now, there are villains. Billy, when you have an arch nemesis, do you just kill them immediately? No. You tie the ropes just loose enough so that they can keep escaping. That way, when you finally do win the day, you can sleep well knowing that you rose to the challenge. Your brain works differently than other people's, doesn't it? And heroes. Leah Markowitz, Gwendolyn Allen, Jeffrey Gibson, Mindy Gibson, Simon Holt, Splendid, you're all here. I'm going to make you all into superheroes. Screw it. Let's go save the day. The Powerful. After I drain everyone here, McKinney City will be mine. I'm going to show this whole city what real passion truly is. And the underdogs. You're all imagining me as a singing, dancing chipmunk right now, aren't you? The people in that store need help, and we can help them in a way no one else can. We have great power, which means they're our responsibility. I mean, Jesus, what's the point of having five freaking Spider-Man movies if we can't even learn to do that? Geek by Night, an original podcast series about five friends running a comic book store with superpowers. You're really going to keep running a comic book shop while trying to be superheroes? It might not always be easy, but I think the world could use a few more underdogs. Available at DuelingGenre.com and podcast apps everywhere. Dueling Genre To Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man one missing your uncle minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. <laughs> I'm Scott Corelli. Uh, I'm George Hendricks from the Mogwai Minute. And I'm Neil Brand from the same place the last guy's from. <laughs> only podcasting, not geographically. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, gentlemen. Thanks for um, having us. Oh, pleasure. Yeah. Today we're talking minute. 53, which starts with Aunt May and Peter returning home after graduation and ends with a sad moment sitting on a bed missing Uncle Ben. Uh, I yep. guess is the, the easiest way to phrase yeah. it. Yeah. It's uh, one of the heavier minutes uh, <laughs> in, in, in the movie so far. Um, Scott, you sort of mentioned earlier in the week that you had a bit to say about this um, this apartment setup that they have here in uh uh yeah you mean yesterday sales. yeah yesterday um, is earlier in the week yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> um it checks out temporarily yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i uh i okay so i have 
I have a lot of friends in New York. Uh huh. And um, okay, not, just, not just in general, but actually okay, like, yes. in New York. Uh, I have a lot <laughs> I just of need friends. To preface this, All right. But I have a lot of friends. <laughs> I'm popular. Uh, no, I'm quite not trying popular. to brag or anything, but you know. Uh, yeah, so I have, I have a lot of friends in New York. And one of the things that they all have in common is. Uh, during the summertime, they are all on the verge of death because of how hot it is in New York in the summertime. Yes. And I'm looking at this house, and you would think that a house like this, you know, in Queens, it's a self-sustaining house. It's not like uh, part of a duplex or an apartment of, or of any kind. You would think that a house like this would have central air, and yet... There is an air conditioning, an air conditioner underneath the window, huh? just like a box air conditioner. And that is not enough for this house. <laughs> like maybe one room of the house or something, you know, maybe I, even, like even, set. even then mm. I, I have questions. Um, cause this is a big, this is a big room because this room goes from that little den area, which by the way, they have like a sitting room, um, Adorable. and then a yeah. living room in this little house. So anyway, <laughs> it's weird from all the way in that den to all the way to the back door through the kitchen is all sort of like one room. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that that would be enough to cool this entire downstairs uh, and I mean, I don't know what the situation is upstairs because we only see Peter's room and then later mm. Aunt May's room uh, mm -hmm. later in the movie. But that that's all we see of upstairs. Like we don't see what the hallway looks like or mm. anything like that. And I just I really worry about how hot it must be in this house all the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, especially now. Personally, it's like um, May or something. He's graduating. Like Mayish? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Cause yeah. that's like that's the kind of um air conditioner that you find in a hotel room that oh, is yeah. meant to cool the entire hotel room, which is only like, you know, the size of this living room. Mm. Not right. including the den. Could there be more units that we just don't see, maybe? Maybe. Uh, I, I don't like how the, the front door just comes straight into a room. And <laughs> I think they've tried to position the the chair with the back there like that. So yeah. the, they've kind of created a little entrance hallway. <laughs> um, but it makes me uncomfortable just walking straight into a room. <laughs> like you I, want like, a... I like something. I like I want a little vestibule or something. <laughs> I want a little hallway. He wants an I, antechamber. Yeah, an antechamber, an airlock. I want, lock, I want a little, I want a little chair so I can sit down, take my shoes off, <laughs> an and anti, an or a little stool, chamber. George, maybe. Hang yeah. up your umbrella. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah, I do. I appreciate the like feng shuiness of well, we'll put a couple chairs here so it feels like our guests that are mm. really in love with the idea of an antechamber have a bit of a hallway to walk through <laughs> through on the way. The rug kind of separates it's it out. It's a halfway. Yeah. <laughs> it's a halfway house. Yeah. Well, She's it looks got... like we know where Neil's going to go if we put this on Love It or List It. She... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's got plants everywhere. Oh, yeah. Um, there's just... That's good they, th point. they thrive in a very hot environment. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. They, it's literally just... A, they live in a greenhouse. <laughs> Um, <laughs> she, she's got like a little potted plant on the little side table next to the chair in the den. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's just That's weird. such a That's, weird place. You need space there for like your beverage or your magazine or something. What? There's plants in the way? Yeah. It's <laughs> no good I at imagine all. a house guest from Forest Hills just like coming to sit down in whatever chair they're in when they go to put down their glass. There's a there's a plant there. And oh, okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let me get the other side. Oh, That's one of those things you... <laughs> That's one of those things you don't normally notice in movies unless you are like we and our illustrious community are good at yeah. is watching the minute by minute is the times where the set dressers just go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and they just put things everywhere like it's supposed yeah. to be natural. And then you like actually think like, is this a functioning living space? No, no, it's not. But the set dresser had a great time. My, my favorite Ivy element. Indoors. Uh, my favorite <laughs> element of the of the set. Uh, the set design here is behind the TV. There's a, there's like a little white. I, I don't know. It almost looks like it. It's I, like a radiator cover. I think. Yeah. Something. Yeah, something. And then there's, there's a, a pot on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's just Very a strange. pot on the radiator cover. <laughs> just sitting there. So got, like it's weird. What's That's the living room doing? pot. Yeah, the living room pot. It's where she boils yeah. her eggs when she turns the radiator on. It's a slow boil. She likes to make them suffer. Yeah. It's got no business being there at all. It's unexplainable. Yeah. In uh, case in case you run out of pots on your way to the kitchen, you can grab that one. Grab the radiator pot. Yeah. yeah. Peter, could you grab well, the radiator pot? I'm fresh out <laughs> from my eggs. In lieu of an antechamber, we have an easily accessible radiator pot. Just so that, like... When you come in and you need to feel comforted at the end of the day, at least there's a pot there next to you. If <laughs> Also, as far <laughs> as electronic maintenance goes, they've got yeah. that very, very, very old television. Then they've got underneath yeah, it, they've got, yeah. what, the VCR combo, probably a VCR-DVD player combo. But they have, like, those heavy books sitting on top of that. That is not good for that. It'll overheat and it will oh, break. No. You would think Ben would know about that being a yeah, that's what, terrible maybe engineer? maybe Senior this is just a sign that he's not there anymore. So Aunt May is just sticking things wherever she doesn't know how it is, works. She thinks there's like magic. Is that a is that a I don't know I don't know that that is a, a VCR, VCR combo. I think that's just it's, another that's just a stack of black books. I think no, or, it's or got like it's, a little logo on it. It's it's got oh, those like oh. a line and a logo underneath it. I can't probably. I can't really enough. make it out. It's just black. Maybe yeah. it's just a sound system, like a like a stereo type. Thing. Oh yeah, well, like, like one of those... oh I see it. Yeah, it's a cassette. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it's a uh, like a cassette deck. Um, yeah, type of a thing. <laughs> They're oh, old, but there's guys. no speakers, which people. is uh... yeah. <laughs> we didn't we didn't show up for speakers, but we did get the radiator pot and some giant spoons and forks to put on the walls because <laughs> that radiator. Well, everyone has to have the giant forks and spoons on your walls. Somebody yeah. put a pot on the radiator again. <laughs> um, actually, just there's Peter a, messing with Aunt May. He just leaves it there. There's a radiator yeah. next to the front door behind Aunt May, so that's not a radiator cover. That's something oh, else. Oh, you're right. Yeah, they got. Like, I think it's just like a storage room. container, like a you know, like shelving which it's weird that there's a pot on it still it doesn't matter what it is it's weird <laughs> yeah. there's a pot on it the living room like my explanation of what it might be choice. was not a trying to rationalize the pot decision at all okay got it yeah <laughs> that's because still no weird rationalizing it <laughs> oh goodness um do we do we want to talk about the the content of the scene or or go upstairs? What are, you, are we done with the? I mean, what what the is the con- the content of the scene is that uh, is, she offers to 
make him something to eat. And yet again, Peter refuses to eat. He's um, never consumed any food <laughs> since he had two Spider-Man. French fries in the cafeteria mm. scene, and that's it. Um, yeah, he's running uh, on his new I mean, his new oh, spider it, powers maybe. mean that he never has to eat. Apparently, well, don't spiders when they eat they can go for a while without eating again, or is that snakes? Uh it could be both. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know, I don't know enough both. about spider. Yeah, spider <laughs> biology off the top of my head to answer that in any definitive way. I'll check for for next week, I guess. It could be both. It could be camels. Uh, you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. E- either way, though, right? Yeah. When, when an old lady asks you if she can fix you something, you mm. say yes. Yeah. She wants something to do. Be sensitive. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're hungry or not. Just That's let it do it. That's how she knows something's wrong, Neil, because he's not eating. Wow. Yeah. That's how all old ladies know things uh, it's are more, wrong. Yeah, but it's when more a comment on food, him. They he know be sensitive. that something's up. Yeah, like he could have been upset while staring at his eggs and not eating them, you know, like that. Right. That would. But then, a, but then, but way. then, you've wasted the food. She's got, she's got a <laughs> pot it's right there, that ready she has to go. To do. <laughs> Let her cook you something. She's like, Peter, would you like some radiator eggs? I've got them fresh. <laughs> There's a version of this scene. all morning. <laughs> Yeah, I'm good he gets at some eggs, and she just like grabs the pot and like just <laughs> brandishes them. Yeah, there maybe is. she's doing like those. Uh, you know when you cook those eggs like for a long time and you boil it at a really low temperature, like the 62 degree egg. Oh, maybe she's doing that. Maybe that's the perfect temperature. She's found the perfect spot for making a a, a two hour 62 degree egg, and it's yeah. right there on top of the. Radiator. I have never heard of this 62. I feel like egg. that is a trip to Salmonella Town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't know what you're talking about, up. Neil, and I am not on board at all. <laughs> is that is that <laughs> Fahrenheit? Wait, 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 62 degrees Celsius? Fahrenheit. Wait, I, okay, Fahrenheit, yeah. No, because you couldn't mm, go... I'm, I'm, Br- I'm British, so it's... Okay, yeah. I think uh, 62 no, degrees Fahrenheit Celsius is, your, is frozen. You guys are in Fahrenheit. 62, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, Fahrenheit. Yeah, we still use Fahrenheit for cookers and such in uh, oh, when I it comes see. to boiling water. What so you do, yeah, you do. It's not even at a simmer; it's at a lower kind of temperature. But you have to cook it for a long time. Yeah, Google it, guys. So, uh, and this yeah. has been a culinary minute on the. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh boy, I, I would only feel comfortable if it was a sixty-two degrees Celsius egg. That's that's how I feel about it. So if they start maybe making those on the menu, uh, maybe I'll try it. Wait, Celsius? Yeah. Well, wait. What is it that water temperature? Water boils at a hundred Celsius. Yeah, and so it's six Celsius. So we're talking yeah. Celsius. So oh, water okay. boils so, at two twelve. Okay. It's a little Fahrenheit. below hundred. Yeah, it's, right. Yeah, what I, I don't even know what Fahrenheit is. So anyway, this pot on the on the, by the TV, um, <laughs> and, and Peter Back says to no to food. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we have made it. What twelve seconds into this? <laughs> yeah, I I cannot uh, let this pot go, guys. There's just a no. pot back there behind the TV. <laughs> Maybe there's no cooking involved. Maybe that's her home defense system. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And it's behind, it's behind the wall, so if they come in the front door, she can grab it without them seeing her grabbing it. Yeah. That's behind it. the wall. Or that's she can wait for them to go grab the 75-pound CRT television and yeah. right. bonk them on the head with it. <laughs> While they're struggling. Yeah, she uses the pot to distract the burglar when she throws it, and then she grabs the TV and throws that. Because it's got (laughs) eggs in it, and she throws eggs at them, and they're like, what the heck? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And then she then she <laughs> throws the delicious. TV at them. What is right. this water like? Like sixty two degrees? What is this? <laughs> this is such cold water for an egg. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, it's Celsius. It's almost a simmer. Uh, yes. Uh, it's almost sad. a simmer. <laughs> simmer down now. Uh, there's another there's cross of... dissolve. You guys, there this is. needs to stop. We should keep a running tally. If anybody at home has has uh, the ability to keep a running tally of how many times we've mentioned cross dissolves, uh, not just this week, but over the course of the entire uh, uh the entire movie. I do want to have like a final count at the end that we can, that we can compare <laughs> to the, the, what do you call those? Like those Sam Raimi, like it's like a flash transition where there's just like a white frame in there for a second. What is that one? Oh is yeah. There a name yeah. For that? yeah. Yeah. That's a flash transition. I, want, I think. I want to know which um, happens more often. I'd love to know. So, so, okay. So I, Wait, I, before we go upstairs, I would like to point out that as he walks up, as she pauses to look at him, I bet you see thinking he's so handsome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He looks so <laughs> handsome in that suit. I just when wish so he depressed. would eat. He's still a growing boy. Um, it's taking off of him, but he looks so handsome in it. <laughs> so as we're outside, so we get this, we get this cross dissolve. Um, mm-hmm. And two things I notice. One, the Watson household does not either does not have air conditioning at all. Or mm. has central air, whereas the Parkers do do not. Oh, um, yeah, you're right. Because we they can do see not that have. Uh, yeah, you can see yeah. the the unit on the Parker house, but not not on the uh, Watson house. But um, the Parker house has a porch swan, whereas the Watsons do not. So that's also true. Yeah. Um, Points for them. And also the <laughs> the windows uh, on the uh, in the den on the Parker house come out into sort of like a. It's a bay window. Call that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah bay, window. bay window. Right. Right. They have a bay window, and the uh, and the the, uh, the Watsons. Watsons have like just flat, went flat, yeah. boring. They got poor window. people windows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, right. They have poor people windows, which tells me they do not have central air, which means they just do not Ooh. have air conditioning. Oh God. That's why her dad's always death. running around in a tank top. That's why. Yeah. That's why he, yeah. But yeah. but Neil, yeah. what they do have, as you can see through their front door, is they do have a hallway. <laughs> they do. Exactly. I'd much rather go into that house. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Interesting. I'd feel much more comfortable. Uh and now to point out something really sad, uh I I think this is the first time watching this movie. Um it's funny how watching it a minute of the time a minute at a time will do this. The yeah. cross dissolve of Aunt May is right between the two houses where the car used to be parked. Um, and it's missing Uncle Ben's yeah. Uncle Ben's car, and it's not there anymore because uh, no. they wrecked it. The yeah. carjacker wrecked it. Oh, sad. God. Good job, jerky car yeah. carjacker. Yeah. Uh, you also get a little a little piano coming in. Just towards the end of that yeah. uh, last scene, and and coming in now, because so far in this minute we've had we haven't had any music, I don't think, and then we just mm. get this little piano coming in, and building up to this next part of this minute, um, and I just wanted to, for a second, if you if if you don't mind, just talk about Danny Elfman and his his yeah. theme for this. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, it was it's very it's I mean I know Danny I know Elfman has his sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's consistent. That's his thing. 
this there are there are beats in in this movie that are very reminiscent of Tim Burton's Batman. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially this is like not one of them. This no, is just a nice no. little piano. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think last yeah, I think last week you probably would have maybe talked about that a mm. bit. Uh, so I didn't want to kind of go over any territory that you guys already had. But, no, no, no. I just um, meant. I, I mean, I'm trying to connect it. Yeah, but this is you're right. A yeah, much no, more sure. lighter touch, I guess. Uh, it, yeah. it, mm. it doesn't sound like anything else uh, that we associate with it. It's just a, a nice little beat. Um, I feel like I I don't know that I've said this before. Um, actually, I know that I haven't, but. What his Spider-Man score reminds me of is uh, it's it's sort of and this seems weird, but like so he's did a Batman score. This is his Superman score. Um, yeah. yeah, to a certain extent where they're they're so, sort know. of they, they sort of um, feel alike, but also diametrically opposed. You know, they also have very mm-hmm. similar color schemes. Yeah, yeah. They also sure that. <laughs> um, also that. But yeah, it it it's definitely you know his Spider-Man score is uh, very similar to his Batman score, but it is it's lighter. It's not as gothic. It's not as mm. um, there there the you know the Batman score has that march, and there's no march in the Spider-Man. Yeah, stuff. It's he- much heavier. Yeah, Batman's right. very right, militant, yeah. very aggressive. A lot of drums. A lot of uh, right. You know, Whereas this is blaring more horns. melodic and brassy, yeah. yeah. I th- yeah. I think when I when it's similar to me is is in the dramatic moments mm-hmm. and when he does ramp it up a bit. That's you know when you're seeing a bit of web slinging or or something like that, or there's a bit of action sequence. That's when I when I was watching it last night. That's when it was coming to me that it was kind of the Batman, right? Uh, the similarities to Batman. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. He's- these just lingering strings type of things that, that sort of fade in mm. and out throughout the movie are feel more Spider-Man like to me. Uh, not just mm. because of the strings, but that, that that's the, the different sound quality. I think that that strikes me in this versus the Batman score. Well, the mm. Batman, the Batman strangling feels like that. notes where it's mm. very like uh, abrupt and, you know, but up, but up, but up, but up like that's the way that that stuff, it's kind of jazzy actually. Um, his his Batman stuff. Yeah, well, it's got to be yeah. very peppy to keep track of. You know, like this is a constantly mo- it, even in the quiet points, Batman is constantly in motion. There's always right. something pushing the plot forward. But but with whereas with, this one with gives Spider Man with his Spider Man yeah. music, uh, I think that he uses the strings to sustain the notes, sort of like the way that Spider Man kind of like stays in the air, like because he's. Yeah web slinging and so like it's he's never um you know he's kind of like never stopping but like not in the way that you know like a batman does like it's more of a um you know it's like a sustained note you know like i yeah. don't know i don't really totally. know how to explain mm. what i mean but no but, but the visual yeah like the, yeah yeah the yeah the visual quality. the visual of 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 spider-man matches his theme in the the sort of like up and down and back and forth. And that's what his Spider-Man stuff feels like. But like his mm. Batman stuff is very militant and kind of jazzy. And um, the notes are shorter. They're not as sustained. Mm. Uh, Well, Batman's more punchy, isn't he? Spider-Man's very fluid and and elegant, whereas Batman's very like militant and and, and, um, aggressive because he is very straightforward about his, you know, while he is of the night, I mean, he'll punch a guy in a heartbeat, whereas Spider-Man would rather, you know, work his way around that if he can. 
Right. Tie a dude up in webs. You'll punch you'll yeah. you'll punch a guy in his heartbeat. No, in a heartbeat. Yep. That sounds painful. <laughs> in a heartbeat. <laughs> He'll punch him in his heartbeat too. Right in my heartbeat. Not <laughs> in his heart. Um, just his heartbeat. Uh, just, <laughs> his heartbeat. just on the beat. He just yeah, punches just him on, on the, the beat. beat of the heart. <laughs> yeah. Just, bam. Bam. I can't punch damage. you. Wait. Wait. Uh, uh. <laughs> That's how good he is. Yeah. yeah. It's all that ninja trick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh so so may aunt may finds peter crying and uh mm. and that's ba- and basically just sits next to him as on the bed and peter says that uh he really missed him a lot today um and uh yeah we've talked about toby's you know the tears that launched a thousand memes um mm-hmm. and i just want to say watching toby mcguire cry makes me more uncomfortable than watching my dad cry yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's just something about it. It just like it's I don't know. It's I don't because know. It's, it's because his tears are huge. Yeah. yeah. He lets out um, more like giant poly- volume of liquid than anybody else when they cry. It's Yeah. And you can watch it happen in real time there. He's not faking it. They're just like running all oh, the way like down his screen? face. No, He's no, got this was very not. healthy tear ducts. <laughs> um, so how did they this is a Hollywood thing, right? I mean, how, yeah. how do they do this? They 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 just kind of someone dabs a little pipette no, in his they, eye they, and then immediately gets off camera. Yeah, he, I, I mean, they just, have he just go. cries on cue. Yeah, yeah, he just can just cry. That's I mean, actually they a have very like a coveted Hollywood they can give you. ability. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's just sometimes a, they do a bit of an onion or like some ammonia, but so sometimes they'll just go to a sad place and they'll like have that feeling and it'll just elicit tears. It's yeah. part of the miser technique. It's part of like, you know, it's, it's kind of like wow. just finding that feeling right. and inhabiting that feeling and taking that feeling and putting it into this moment and then letting those feelings come out. You wouldn't know anything about that, Neil, because you're from Slytherin. Um, but, <laughs> but people, people have these things called emotions. He's um, like Gryffindor. We're very he's just passionate. Yeah. He's like, He's not, he's not really sad, is he? He couldn't possibly be really sad. No. I mean, he makes no, he himself feel sad. Whether or not he's legitimately sad, he's empathizing with the moment he's thinking of. <laughs> right. And it could, and so sometimes you draw from taken? your personal. Is he, is he, I think the method. Um, but the method. Does he method. have to take like half an hour or something? Just like I'm not ready yet, guys. Just wait. Yeah, it, it might depends. be. They might just yeah. be ready rolling, and then just whenever. And then as soon as they drop, they all right. Q and A. It's interesting because they. I mean, people don't really cry like that, where they're just still, and a drop comes down the face. It's it's uh, well. Neil, let me I don't just know talk from personally. So when I when I cry, it's mm. it's all oh my sinuses all come out, and you know <laughs> I'm kind of you know blubbering. Uh, I get all nasally, and yeah. yeah, it's it's and and I get a big lump in my throat, and there's a there's a change in my breath, and it's this much is, more of an, a, a thing. Uh, th- but I don't know. This is like this is how I cried watching Wonder Woman. Um, yeah, because like, like, you don't want to. Yeah. This is this is like what the way that I cry when I watch movies. This is what I look like mm, okay. when I cry. Yeah, you right. got that. Like, you're like staring focused. at the screen. You got that like one tear yeah. come down. It gets yeah. caught yeah. in your beard, and then you got to wipe yeah. it away. Right. Like you, like you're not. You're you're trying your best not to let it happen, but it, it like you're just overwhelmed. It's like um right. They used to tell me <laughs> in college. They used to have stories about people going to like. Florence for the first time and like you go see like Renaissance art in person for the first time and like some people it just hits them and they just start crying it's like a physiological reaction that just happens when you look at 
you know, a, sc- a sculpture that's like so beautiful. You're like, what? And, and it can like mm. scare them and freak them out. And they're like, but no, it's just sometimes you just get overwhelmed like that. That's my movie response. I think uh, I'm, I'm basically saying All Wonder right. Woman is a, a piece of art on the level of a, uh, a, Renaissance <laughs> Renaissance, uh, a timeless piece of Renaissance artwork. <laughs> Um, and, you, and you would be correct. Yeah. I would. I would completely back you up on that. Yes, I yeah. think we're all in agreement. Yeah, Toby. Toby yeah. Price so good. I think I. I think this is. Uh, I think overwhelmed is the the right choice of phrasing for for what Peter's feeling here. I don't think he's because he's not he's not like sobbing. It's more of just like a generally like oh man like I really I really miss my uncle. Um, yeah, so gone. from an emotional standpoint, like as far as character arc, he has already gone through like the intense, like initial rending grief, you know, the heart stabbing, you know, that sort of thing. And yeah. so this is just residual, like that baseline that kind of bubbles up every now and then. So that's what it right. is. He's not like, oh, my God, my uncle's gone and bawling. He is just letting the moment take him. And he, that's what's causing his his emotional response. So it's a very yeah. subtle thing, but it's still very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Mm. It's and he nice. still does it very well, but it still still unnerves me to no end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Toby Maguire cry face, just no thanks. This isn't even <laughs> Toby Maguire cry face. Um, yeah. yeah, this is single tear face. Cry face this is, is just turn the movie face. off, walk away. Just I can't fast forward <laughs> or something. I love it. I love it. Um, um so uh what wh- do you guys remember um, when you saw this movie for the first time? Uh, like what the you thought of it? Around like, it? What, yeah, yeah. I mean, what what's your, the theater, what your world you was know, like I, when it came out? Yeah, yeah, I saw the theater, but not being my brother was a massive Spider-Man fan growing up. Like he had comic books, and I would read a couple of them. But I was more like you know, I was more X-Men, you know, as far as my like preferences go. So when uh-huh. this came out, I was like, oh, I want to see how they do this, and I really enjoyed the way they did it. And I really enjoyed the movie, and and it always stands up as like you know, as far as comic book movies go, this is like up in the upper echelon as far as execution from page to screen and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I felt you know, obviously two was really good, and then three, I think I only saw once, and it just confused me. And there was watch it again, George. Going. Yeah, I mean, I need to watch them again because they are like how old are they now? Like fifteen years? Fifteen years. Yeah, we're just yeah. about on this yeah. one. This one's fifteen this year. Uh, yeah. It's, 15, 13, and going on 10, I think. I right? Say. Yes. Yeah, I think 10. So. Yeah. Oh, it is 10. 10 this year, right? 2007? Yeah. Is that right? 2007. Yeah. yeah. But I, I also really like just the, the. I know this is an unpopular choice, but I liked Andrew Garfield as Spider Man. I liked his movies. I it's enjoyed not that the two unpopular. He did. Yeah. He, he's. I, and it's just. Peter especially. He got people so much like. flack for those. Mm-hmm. He was so good. I thought he was great. And, and there were yeah. moments, obviously. I mean, I think Jamie Foxx is a bad guy, and anything is a terrible idea. But <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed like the majority of the movies, you know, more so than yeah. other franchises I've I've watched. I think I think I think uh, I mean I don't want to speak for Zach, but I think we did yeah. we did as well. We just yeah we have a uh, you know these films are sort of more ingrained in our hearts than yeah. those ones were those were movies that i i think at least for me like i i just sort of passively watched those movies and was like oh yeah. cool i guess a spider-man yeah. movie um right. whereas like they didn't 
like get into my heart the way that these movies did. Yeah. Yeah, I guess because when you I saw them when lot. you were younger, they, sure. they seeped in a little bit more. Yeah. Right. The, the one I use is that like I, I can rewatch the Garfield movies and, and think about them structurally as I'm watching them. But if I if I'm not breaking it down movies like minute by minute like this, if I put on Raimi's Spider Man, I instantly feel the way I felt when I when I first saw that movie when I was like a, a yeah. kid just like excited not a kid but a young person just excited that Spider Man was on screen for the first time they yeah they there's something more personal yeah than, yeah for me uh, and and also I would never if I have quibbles with a movie uh, it like especially in a couple of years when we get to the Amazing Spider Man films we'll talk about issues I do have with those movies and a lot of stuff I like about them but I would never blame the actor for it you know like I I think right. Andrew Garfield's great. Um, even if I don't yeah. like his movies as much as I like these ones. Yeah, it's, structurally, yeah. the movies had some issues, but I felt like his portrayal <laughs> of both Peter Parker and Spider, and I also, I really liked Emma Stone as... as oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Friend. You, I mean, you I, won't, you won't hear like, us say a, uh, she a single negative screen. word about Emma Stone in those movies. She, she oh, so, good. so good, so good. Uh, the best uh, part of those movies was her. Yes. Peter oh, Parker, yeah. second. Oh, yeah. But still, together, they had great, they, they were great on screen together. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm, that's good absolutely. stuff. I I, I it, the, watching that movie made me want to eat Branzino. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fish, right? It's a fish. Yeah, that's uh, fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what about you, Neil? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I I went to the, I I went to see this at the at the movie theater as well, and um, you know, for me, it was it was the X Men, you know, which came out a couple of years before this, and then and this, uh, and then I think a little bit after this was X Two. Yeah, the yeah. following, and then year. you probably. Yeah, and then you probably had the the sequel to this, and so for a couple of years there, you had like four really great uh, superhero movies at the the start of the '90s, where you know there was a before that there was pretty much nothing, that, or, or at least nothing that was decent. Right. Um, so between those two franchises, they really kind of are responsible in my in my view for for kicking off you know where we are right now with things like the Marvel Cinematic Universe and uh, DC's attempt at doing the same thing. Um, you know, without these movies, I don't think those would really, or, or they would maybe exist, but they wouldn't look and feel the same as they do. These are really the birth of those uh, mm-hmm. franchises. Absolutely. And I mean, for me, I mean, my my earliest memories of Spider-Man are from the cartoon in the 80s, this uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Oh, yeah. Yes. With Firestar uh, and Iceman. Uh, yeah. 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 And, uh, and when we i was doing research for for our show uh and and there's a chap called uh, a very famous chap called Frank Welker who does the voice of Stripe the gremlin and yeah. he was the voice of Iceman in those cartoons mm-hmm. which i, I didn't, didn't realize until yeah and then and also in our movie is Peter Cullen uh i mean these guys are the transformers right so Frank yeah. Welker's Megatron and Peter Cullen is is uh Optimus Prime Optimus, right yeah. and so, and Peter Cullen was also in Spider-Man and his amazing friends as the Hulk Oh, so there's, wow. a nice, there's a little, there's a little crossover into yeah. the two worlds. Smallish, but the my, my my bigger love was for the uh, the the mid '90s animated series. Uh, I think I don't know. Is it just called Spider Man or, or Spider Man animated series? Uh, yeah. It was Marvel Spider Man, I believe. Yeah, that was my favorite one, and I guess that was a, a the first one that was really long running, right? And had right. <clears throat> these big arcs, and yeah, that was really good, and had that great theme tune. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's where like I think that the saturation of the character really hit its peak in the in the 90s was around the time of that series. Yeah. Um and with yeah. that was like when when you did you get into Spider-Man a lot at that point or 
Um, has he been? I one think of your favorite so. Characters? I mean, that yeah. was that was when I was kind of in my mid-teens. So I think that's probably right. So and, and also the interestingly, the, at the same time as that, there was also the X Men cartoon, which was also kind of a, a big kind of arc based, long running series. Right. Yeah. Um, also with a great theme tune. So <laughs> I think those that really had an impression on me um, when I was kind of in those formative years. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, George, what was your first memories of, of the Spider-Man character itself beyond these movies? Like, what was your first exposure to him? Was well, it your yeah, brother? The, 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 the brother? <laughs> well, I'm five years older than my brother. So, uh-huh. uh, no, I remember watching the uh, Super Friends cartoon. Yeah. I remember the uh, one of the ones that always stuck with me was the episode where um, Firestar and Iceman have to go off to, like, some sort of X-Man thing because they're X-Men, technically, because they're mutants. But Spidey <laughs> can't go because he wasn't born that way, so he's not allowed to go. No. So he has to, you know, since he had had an accident, so he gets stuck off for the side, and then Juggernaut shows up, and he ends up fighting Juggernaut the whole time. Oh, wow. But yeah. And they also had that really cool apartment where they would flip the trophy and like it would turn into like a data like mm. you know headquarters center. Uh-huh. That would be amazing. I have very <laughs> fond memories of that cartoon as a kid. I, I don't want to go back to it though because I'm I'm pretty sure it won't hold up um, <laughs> as well as I remember. <laughs> Sometimes these things are best left to the childhood memories. Well, Zach, Zach I think... and I will be uh, revisiting all that stuff on our uh, Patreon <laughs> oh. show. So yeah, the weekend. Uh, I, think, I think the '90s one will hold up. I think the the, the the longer one will definitely hold up a bit better. I mean, I think mm. things like the Venom Saga and uh, various kind of uh, mm-hmm. arches in there would be still pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's fun mm-hmm. stuff, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to picking it apart. Uh, but yeah, that has been a common All right, well, theme. Uh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Guys, uh, thanks, for, thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for having us. Pleasure. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, We're I, happy uh, to be here one sticky minute at a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um. All right. Well, uh, why don't you uh, tell people about uh, Mogwai Minute one more time before you're out of here? <laughs> Go on, George. <laughs> we break down gremlins one minute at a time, and we are uh, crushing quite a way through it. Um. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was We're trying to do that, it. and then I had like the minute. <laughs> We're crushing, We're crushing it. We're I had crushing the, minute, it, I had the, awesome. the Spider-Man minute on the background, and then someone said, I missed him a lot today. And I was like, who said that? What what, what, what did I miss a lot of? And I was starting to think if I could overlook something, and then just completely threw me off. Just derailed me completely. Good job, George. Good yeah, work. yeah. This I'm is how we crush it. Why, why, yeah. not, why, don't I, why don't I pick it up from you, George? Leave it to me. Please come, uh, listeners, if you like the movie Gremlins, uh, I encourage you to come over and... and, and Give our show a listen. And we, we have a Facebook group as well. It's just called the Mogwai Minute. We couldn't think of anything funny, so we just went with the Mogwai Minute. Uh, but come and join us on the group and uh, get involved. Love yeah. it. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, you guys should go to duelinggenre.com and, and check out uh, all the shows that we have uh, over there. We've got a lot of new ones launching mm. um, of not just uh, movies by minutes, although we do have plenty of that. those. We have... Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, minute coming uh, very soon, uh, later in July. Um, And then we have uh, Ferris Bueller's Minute Off, which uh, recently launched in June. Um, we've got which I which I just recorded for with uh, Gary and Victoria. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm recording. I'm recording with them very soon. Um, Fantastic. And uh, and then uh, we've got uh, we we recently uh, launching uh, Jay and Silent Bob minute. 
um, along with, uh, you know, lots and lots of others. And then, of course, we also have a lot of... Uh, of uh, other uh, shows, uh, we have Calling BS with Scott and uh, Scott and Brandon, which is a uh, sort of like a general pop culture show where they take a pop culture topic um, every other week and they just sort of dive deep on it. So they've done uh, they've done the Beach Boys. They did a two parter <laughs> on uh, Star Wars and uh, then they did one on junk food. Um and awesome. so, nice. you know, so they're, they're all over the place over there, but it's a, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Their, their show. Um, and then we've got protagonist podcast, which is a, uh, weekly show about, a about, a a great character and a great story. Um, and, uh, they, they span, you know, books, video games, TV shows, movies, whatever, character that they feel like covering uh that week comics um they've done an episode on peter parker of course <laughs> uh so go check out protagonist podcast and everything else we've got at duelinggenre.com uh because it's uh it's a lot of good stuff and uh you know i, I like uh geek, i like geek by night i'm a big fan oh that's oh, right. really yeah. Yeah. Well, that's worth yeah. it's great thank you mentioning. Oh, it's awesome yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, oh, well, thank you very much, Neil. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you check out uh, check out Geek by Night as well, our uh, original podcast series that uh, that uh, Zach is an actor in, and I uh, write and show run. Um, so, yeah. So go check that out and everything else that we got going on at DuelingGenre.com, and we will be back tomorrow with uh, Minute Fifty Four and a new guest. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.